Hello there. My name is Father John Harrison. I am Rector Superior of St. John Newman Residence at Stella Maris in Timonium, Maryland. Today marks the anniversary of the dedication of the Cathedral Church of Rome on land owned by the Laterani family that was given by Pope St. Sylvester I in November 9th in the year 324. Honored as the Episcopal seat of, as, of the Pope as Bishop of Rome, according to an inscription which Pope Clement XII, who reigned in 1730 to 1740, placed on the facade, this basilica is the mother and head of all churches of Rome and the world. It is the residence of the popes from the fourth century until their moving to Avignon in 1309. Site of five ecumenical councils, Pope Innocent X commissioned the present structure in 1646. Beneath the high altar rest are the remains of a small wooden table on which, according to tra tradition, St. Peter celebrated Mass, dedicated to the Savior and later to St. John the Baptist. It is quite certain that an act like the cleansing of the temple as related in today's gospel would produce an immediate reaction in those who saw it coming. It was not the kind of thing that anyone could look at with complete indifference. It was too much staggering for that. We see two reactions. Here there is the reaction of the disciples which was to remember the words of a psalm 69 9. The point is that this psalm was taken to refer to the Messiah. When the Messiah came he would be burned up with a zeal for the house of God. When this verse leapt into their minds it meant the conviction that Jesus was the Messiah seized the minds of the disciples even more deeply and more definitively. This action benefited none but the Messiah and they were surer than ever that Jesus was in fact the anointed one of God. Second, there was the reaction of the Jews, a very natural one. They asked what right Jesus had to act like that and demand that he should at once prove his credentials by some sign. The point is this, they acknowledged the act of Jesus to be that of one who thereby claimed to be the Messiah. It was always expected that when the Messiah came, he would confirm his claims by doing amazing things. False messiahs did, in fact, arise and promise to cleave the waters of the Jordan in two and make the walls of the city collapse at a word. The popular idea of the Messiah was connected with wonders. So the Jews said, By this act of yours you have publicly claimed to be the Messiah, now show us some wonder which will prove your claim. Jesus' reply constitutes the great problem of this passage. What did he really say? And what did he really mean? It is always to be remembered that John 2, 21-22 are John's interpretation written many years afterwards. He was inevitably reading into the passage 
ideas which were the product of 70 years of thinking about and experience of the risen Christ. As Irenaeus said long ago, no prophecy is fully understood until, the fulfill, until after the fulfillment of it. But what did Jesus originally say and what did he originally mean? There is no possible doubt that Jesus spoke words which were very like these, words which could be maliciously twisted into a destructive claim. When Jesus was on trial, the false witnesses bore witness against him was, this fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. The charge leveled against Stephen was, we heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs which Moses delivered to us. We must remember two things and we must put them together. First, Jesus never certainly said that he would destroy the material temple and then rebuild it. Jesus, in fact, looked for the end of the temple. He said to the woman of Samaria that the day was coming when men would worship God neither in Mount Gerizim nor in Jerusalem, but in spirit and in truth. Second, the cleansing of the temple, as we have seen, was a dramatic way of showing that the whole temple worship, with its ritual and its sacrifice, was irrelevant and could do nothing to lead men to God. It is clear that Jesus did expect that the temple would pass away, that he would come to render its worship unnecessary and obsolete, and that therefore he would never suggest that he would rebuild it. This is our, our message for today. May God bless you and have a great day.